The more you love the scriptures, the stronger your faith will be. If a man is traveling and does not know where he is going or how he is going to get there, you know he is going to have much unnecessary difficulty on his journey. It is not safe or wise traveling without a plan and a map. The Bible is a guidebook in the journey of life and the only one that points the way to heaven. Let us take heed then not to refuse the light and the help it will give. The following excerpts from this podcast come from the book by D.L. Moody called How to Study the Bible. This is chapter one, No True Life Without the Bible. I want you to ask yourself, do I read the Bible? And when you do, how do you feel? But more importantly, what does it do to your heart? How are you changed? now that you've started to read your Bible? And do you notice a difference in other people who don't read their Bible? What are your conversations like versus theirs? Where is your faith, where is your hope, and where is your trust lie, as opposed to those who don't read scripture? Now, I think there should be a difference And that difference should be noticeable. Praise Jesus is not just the name of this podcast. I intend to speak of my love and trust in our Lord and Savior to teach, learn, glorify, and praise Jesus. We can have many prayer meetings. But there is something just as important as prayer, and that is that we read our Bibles, that we have Bible study and Bible lectures and Bible classes, so that we may get hold of the Word of God, and that it may get hold of us. When I pray, I talk to God, but when I read the Bible, God is talking to me. And it is really more important that God should speak to me than that I should speak to him. I believe we would know how to pray better if we knew our Bibles better. What is an army good for if the soldiers do not know how to use their weapons? What is a young man starting out in Christian work good for if he does not know how to use his Bible? If young converts want to be used by God, they must feed on his word. Their experience may be very good and illuminating at the outset, and they may help others by telling it. But if they keep on doing nothing else but telling their experience, it will soon become stale and unprofitable, and people will get tired of hearing the same thing over and over. After they have told how they have been converted, the next thing they need to do is feed on the word. We are not fountains ourselves, but the word of God is the true fountain. 
As we read in 1 Peter chapter 2, Like newborn babies, long for the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation, if you have tasted the kindness of the Lord. People are constantly saying, We want something new. We want some new doctrine or some new idea. Depend upon it, my friends, that if you get tired of the word of God and it becomes boring to you, you are out of communion with him. My brothers and sisters, as I came up with this podcast idea and wrote notes down, in my notes right now, I just wrote three words, my own thoughts. I was going to talk about my own thoughts of what we just read or maybe some experience that I'm having. But you know, I've been a Christian for four years now. And there, I could truly say that there's never been a day that I did not want to read scripture, read the Bible, whether it's Old Testament or New Testament, whether it's a letter or whether it's the Gospels. I've always had this desire in my heart to read. And I do believe that, yes, that desire was put there by God himself. But what must have happened before that? I think I wanted to read. I I must have prayed in some way saying, God, I want to know you and show me the best way to know you. So then that desire to read was put in my heart. And I'm not saying this to brag or to boast about the fact that I read every day. But I wanted to let you know, number one, it's possible to want to read every day. Whether you're in work or school or if you have a family to take care of or taking care of yourself. Make time for God. Make time for God. And number two is you have to want to read the scripture. You want, you have to want to want to know God in order for that desire to be put there. I mean, if God put a desire in my heart to read the scripture, But I ignored that feeling. I ignored obedience to God in knowing him. Then I wouldn't read. And then that desire would probably fade away. And I don't want that desire to fade away. Not at all. It's similar to after becoming a Christian for about 8 or 10 months I had this fire in my heart, and it was a physical feeling. I think I spoke about this in some other podcast, and it was a great feeling. And if you've ever had that feeling, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But one day, that feeling left. It was gone. And I don't know why. 
Maybe I sinned against God. Maybe I disobeyed him in some way. Maybe I thought an impure thought of someone or of himself. So for three days, I prayed so hard and I cried. I said, God, please put that feeling back in my heart. I need that feeling. That's the feeling that drives me, that that makes me feel differently than I used to. And on day three, entering day four, I realized, no, it's not a feeling that I want. It's not an emotion. It's God. It's God that I want. So right then and there, I prayed again and I said, God, I don't need this burning feeling in my heart. I need you. And and ever since then, that desire has been there. And the feeling has not. But when I do read every day, and when I do meditate on the word, when I think about what God is saying, I do have that feeling, but it's not a, a physical feeling. It's a spiritual feeling. And I might say that feeling drives the desire, and the desire comes from God. And by knowing God, My life is driven and my life is new. And I want more of that. I want more of it in terms of growth. I want more of it in terms of consistency. And I want more of it in terms of doing something with what I've learned. Whether it's talking with my friend Jean or Tony or Rick or Dave, who are all Christian or talking with my parents, or talking with other people who might not be Christian. I've said before, you don't have to mention the word of God to, to profess the word of God. You can do it by loving, you can do it by supporting, you can do it by just listening to other people. So when I read the Bible, I do the same thing. I listen to what God is saying. And now we continue with how to study the Bible. Dwight L. Moody continues by saying this. A great many people seem to think that the Bible is out of date, that it is an old book, and they think it is of no use today. They say it was very good for the Dark Ages, and that there is some very good history in it, but it was not intended for the present time. We are living in a very enlightened age, and men can get on very well without the old book. We have outgrown it, they say. Now you might just as well say that the sun, S-U-N, sun, which has shone so long, is now so old that it is out of date, and that whenever a man builds a house, he does not need to put any windows in it, because we have a newer light and a better light. We have electric 
light. But it is not true. Nothing can replace the sun's warm rays of light. In Psalm chapter 119, we find these words. Those who love your law have great peace, and nothing causes them to stumble. The study of God's word will secure peace. Take those Christians who are rooted and grounded in the word of God, and you will find they have great peace. But those who don't study and who do not know their Bibles are easily offended or discouraged when some little trouble or some little persecution comes, and their peace is all disturbed. Just a little breath of opposition, and their peace is all gone. Sometimes I am amazed to see how little it takes to drive all peace and comfort from some people. A little gossip or slander quickly bothers them. But if we have the peace of God, the world cannot take that peace from us. It cannot give it. It cannot destroy it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we read your scripture, as we read your words, help us and let us have a desire to know you more and more. We not only want to grow in your son's image, but we also want to grow and know you more and know you better. God, allow us to experience all that you have for us, all of the joy and all of the heavenly love that you have given us. Help us to help those who do not read the Bible. We know that it is you who put the desire in our hearts. But let us shine even a little bit of light on what goodness and pleasure it is for us to read so that others might be inspired and motivated to do the same. Amen. Remember this, brothers and sisters. If a man is traveling and does not know where he is going or how he is going to get there, you know he is going to have much unnecessary difficulty on his journey. It is not safe or wise traveling without a plan and a map. The Bible is a guidebook in the journey of life and the only one that points the way to heaven. Let us take heed then not to refuse the light and the help it gives.